0: Welcome to the Request 2021 podcast. In the winter of 2021-22, a team of 10 members of scouting, 8 from Kent and 2 from Scotland, will be sailing together on the Bark Europa tour ship from South America to Port Lockroy in Antarctica. The plan is to sail exactly 100 years after two scouts sailed on Shackleton's original Quest expedition. I'm Alan Noak and I'm project leader and I'm the person who came up with the whole crazy idea in the first place. Uh, Each of the participants is to carry out an Antarctic research project. So my personal project is to produce a soundscape record of our journey. That's before, during and after Antarctica. The plan is for this podcast to include interviews, scouting historical links, events uh, and research project work that we record along the way. So uh, please join us as we venture to Antarctica and back again on the journey of a lifetime. It promises to be a memorable experience. So a huge, huge welcome to episode 15 of the Request 2021 podcast, and this is our special New Year's Day uh, extended uh, edition, and we have our interview with Anne Savers-Shirley. Now Anne is a historian of polar exploration, um, both Arctic and Antarctic. And uh, she's most widely known for the study that she did of uh, Robert Falcon Scott's ship, uh, HMS Discovery. Uh, But she's written many other books uh, about uh, polar history, uh, including the search for the Northwest Passage. Um, And uh, she spoke in amazing detail about her life for almost an hour and a half to me. Um, and uh, she's had such a fascinating life, uh, I thought it would be a shame not to share the whole interview in its entirety um, because it's a bit of polar social history really. So um, here is the uh, interview coming up uh, with, uh, with Anne Savers and uh, you can hear all about her life uh, and her visits to the uh, Arctic and the Antarctic. Um, Just note that uh, the interview was recorded way back in July 2020, um, and sadly, the Request team have not been able to to visit Orkney as planned uh, due to COVID, uh, but that is mentioned in the interview. Uh, So, here we go. Were you born in uh, Stoke-on-Trent? That's right, yes. Okay. And did you grow up there? Yes. Uh, and uh, so tell me a little bit about your childhood.
1: Um well,
2: uh my father came from South Wales.
1: Mhm. Uh and
2: my mother came from Lancashire.
0: Oh right! I was, I was, I was hybrid. Oh, so you're and, sort of he—he uh, he, uh, he was a civil engineer. Uh huh. And he obtained a post in Stoke on Trent. Right. And uh, that's
2: how we uh, came to to live there. In fact, so.
0: Ah.
1: Um,
2: and I, I, I remember my mother saying that the pottery people were very. Uh, friendly people,
0: very warm-hearted people, you know. Because, right, in uh, is the Midlands. was quite foreign to her because she, you know, she's very
2: much a Lancashire lad.
0: Right. Because uh, their content
2: was very foreign to my father. Okay. Uh, so we, we I, I was one of three
0: daughters. So you had two sisters.
2: Yes, that's right.
0: Right. Uh, okay. And uh, did they stay in that area, or did they...
2: Yes, we all, we all, uh, well, we we were very lucky that there was
0: a very good new school built there. Right. uh, A grammar school, and um,
2: I, well, we all went there, because it was quite uh, relatively nearby, Mm -hmm. and my middle sister uh, was, was very good at art, and she actually managed to get a scholarship to the British School at Rome.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, and uh, she she lives in Peterborough. Right. So she's, uh, you know, rather like me. She's, um, I don't know that she's doing, I think she's
1: done a bit of painting, but I mean, she's uh, done, uh, uh, my, but my youngest one, mm-hmm. uh, she stayed
2: on in Stoke.
1: Right. And painted a
0: place Pinkle. Yeah. And uh, she was very good because she looked after our elderly mother Oh, so um, your your mother was in that area, and she stayed back. All right.
2: Yes, Yeah, so my she.
0: Okay. As I say, she,
2: We all uh, lived there, but well, we were all born and brought up in the same house.
0: Okay, and then and then I uh, did. Do I remember you moved to London, or you or you you went to col- college in London or university in London? Didn't no, you? No, I went
2: to university. No, I went oh. to um, uh, I went to Royal Holloway College. In, ah. I... Um, I, I got a place at the Royal uh, Holloway. else? But then uh, the, the school
0: didn't realise that I had to have Latin. Right. You know, history <laughs> in those days, and, and they let me
2: drop my Latin Of course, I I didn't pass the Latin for um,
1: Cambridge, I think it was. Okay. I, you know they said, oh well, you know just br- brush out the Latin, it'd be
2: all right. But then I was offered a scholarship at Royal Holloway College.
0: Right, and uh, and what did, uh, what did what did what did you study, Anne? history, right, oh, that makes sense <laughs> that certainly makes sense yes. <laughs> and uh, and then I've seen on the website uh that it says you went to the Sorbonne in Paris,
2: that's right, yeah. wow, so, so it's a lucky girl,
0: yeah, tell me about that
2: that well, um, it, I don't know quite how the uh, i ha- I had this idea. I think for some reason, I think in those days, which lot many years ago, of course, you couldn't study, you couldn't get a qualification in archives. I wanted to be an hmm
1: And uh, so the only place you could actually
2: study to learn about archives was, was Paris. Was ah. In and um, how true this is, I don't know, but that's how I came to go to Sorbonne. Uh, wow. And I got the ratepayers of Stoke-on-Trent. Yeah for me to go to
0: Paris for a year. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that hard. must it have been was quite unfortunate for the with
2: uh, the ratepayers, but anyway yeah. was very good for me, so Yeah. the most wonderful year
0: there. So that was nineteen fifty and, and 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 so nineteen fifty in France. And, yeah. and and do you speak French? Oh yes. Oh good. Oh so that's another skill to your bow. Yeah. Uh, I mean
2: I am very lucky. I, I got some very, very good I lived in, um, well, I studied at the
0: Sorbonne mm-hmm. uh,
2: in, you know, central Paris, of course, but I lived in a place called the University City, the Cité Universitaire,
0: okay. which
2: is, you know, a little bit outside the main part of Paris. Right. I had some very, very good friends there, and uh,
0: I still got one of them. Oh, lovely. Long, long ago, and she, uh,
2: she taught... She had a very interesting career, and she taught uh, at the École des
0: chaux the, the, the Deaf and Dumb School in Paris, right. in the Latin
1: Quarter. Mm-hmm. And she taught for all her
2: uh, working life, although she had a husband and, and three children,
1: mm-hmm. she, she taught these uh, children from
0: uh, Algeria and various other places, Crikey. all of whom were, were deaf. They call them deaf and done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You'd kept in touch with her over the years.
2: Oh, I have. Yes. Well, as far as she's still uh, still alive. And the other one, who, who was also a, a lifelong friend, he she has sadly died. But uh, she married a Belgian. She was from Marseille, but she married a Belgian whom she met in Paris, and. Uh, lived in Belgium rather than not played. but you know, they say they were lifelong friends.
0: Okay. Wow. So um uh, and and what happened after that? What what did you start your career or did you so when well,
2: you I, I was offered a uh, well of course obviously I had to find some at work. Mhm. I come came
1: back
2: from um, Paris and, Yeah. um I uh, was offered a job in the, oh. same, the famous uh, uh, the, um, art, art place in, in mm. Huntington,
0: and I was also offered a job in Aberdeen. Right. And uh, for, for better or for worse, I decided <laughs> that, you know, I'd never ever get the chance to go to Aberdeen. <laughs> uh, so off I went to Aberdeen, I'd never even been to Scotland. Wow, and there there's a link there for me because that's where James Marr went to university. Oh
2: uh, yes, yes, yeah. Because I knew well. I, I can't remember if I ever met him now, but uh-huh. I knew very
0: well of him. Of knew of him, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. He died in 1965. So he, yes, he, he would have been there at the, uh, you know, around that time before. you. You were there in the fifties. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, how did you come to get? To work at the Scott Polar Institute, then.
2: Well, I, I was uh, I found when when I got when uh, going up to Aberdeen. i was from Stoke-on-Trent, of course. I still lived at home there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my mother very kindly came up
1: with me to Aberdeen. When yeah. My first, uh, uh, you know, starting this
2: new job, and um. It was all very strange, of course, and, mm. they, and I had no idea where to stay. So the university uh, people in Aberdeen put me
0: into this uh, YWCA uh, hostel. Okay. which had uh, brown
2: um, uh, uh on the floor.
1: <laughs> and you weren't
2: allowed to, to uh, fill your...
0: Hot
2: water
0: bottle <laughs> after nine o'clock. Oh my god! And it was very, w- very, was was it dormitories? It
2: was it was it was a very uh, fit, well, strict place, and uh, and there were all sorts of. So most of the, the people there were young uh, girls who who lived in the um, in Aberdeen during the week, but then they would go home
1: uh for the weekend, you know, for, to their old, ordinary homes and my I see. The person I shared a room with was, was very much
2: uh, like that. She she her father, uh ran a business in uh one of the um towns outside uh small small places outside uh Aberdeen itself and uh-huh. um eventually she she invited me home to stay at her home and uh, learn how to do Scottish dancing.
0: Okay. Wow. And, that sort of thing. <laughs> and also, I, I learned
2: how to understand what people said.
0: Yes, of course, because you had to get used to their accent. <laughs> it was very, very <laughs> difficult to know what these, uh, all these people on this enormous table
2: in the YWCA were saying. But uh, anyway, I did eventually yeah. uh, learn how to
0: uh, listen to them, and it uh, uh-huh. all
2: got on very well.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you moved down to, to Cambridge.
2: Yes, well, I, did, yep. I didn't. So, I mean, somebody, or oh, it must have been at Aberdeen. Yeah. I found Aberdeen a very ancient university. had a charter mm-hmm. from Mary, Queen of Scots.
0: Yes. And a uh, papal
2: bull. You wow. Know, before Reformation and all that sort of thing. And a very, a uh, old uh, church. And a very ancient, uh, very uh, thought of you know, I went, I went. Uh, there were two universities in Aberdeen. Uh-huh. And the whole of England only had two.
0: Yeah. I visited, a uh, year before last, I went up to Aberdeen University. So I've had a look round. It's quite an incredible place.
2: Well, it is very, very interesting indeed. And, and, uh, and the librarian at the time, I, I was in the library, I was one of the young librarians or the mm-hmm. assistant
1: library assistants
0: we were. Right. And um, he, he was a man
2: called W. Douglas Simpson.
0: Right. W. Douglas Simpson. Yeah. And he
2: was, uh, he was uh, not only um, an FSA Scotland, but uh, an FSA England. Uh, okay. And he wrote masses and masses of books and articles all about the north of Scotland. So uh-huh. he was the most learned man. And he had the art of uh, telling people about all this history, including Dirk Dunvegan. Um, uh, in in the west uh, right. part of uh, Scotland and um, the, the whole history of it. So and um, and he was a remarkable chap. And he there wasn't much sunshine in Aberdeen, mm-hmm. uh, although they had a, a tourist brochure with loads and loads of deck chairs. Uh, yeah. On the sands in Aberdeen. <laughs> uh huh. That was, a, <laughs> that
1: was a, a falsehood. Right. And, uh, we got, didn't get much, uh, sunshine.
2: I always remember him saying one day we hadn't had much sunshine for a very long time. He said, uh, because
0: of the, uh, the, the library uh-huh. we're all going to go to
2: enjoy the sunshine oh
0: that's nice
2: was <laughs> a, a remarkable man um, mm-hmm. and he used to give lectures every month in the uh, huge uh,
1: uh, uh, amphitheatre in the uh-huh. other university, Marshall College. Right. And um, this straight amphitheatre was filled every
2: month by people wanting to hear about the history of the area.
1: Right. He, he was re- suddenly he died not longer after he retired. Uh. But
2: sometimes he used to appear uh, going through the library uh, with a tie which <laughs> had pink. Uh, elephant on
0: it, <laughs> quite, a char- quite a character.
2: And he used to explain that he had to wear this pink, <laughs>
0: this
2: pink tie because his daughter had
0: given it to him. Oh, great, lovely for his
2: birthday, and she would expect him
0: to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said he really does sound quite a character. He was, was a great
2: character, and another character was uh, a wonderful uh, man. Uh, called Dr. Mackenzie, Professor Mackenzie McKinnon. Mm-hmm. and he was a professor of philosophy and so on. And he was very absent-minded, and he would wander through the, the through the library. And so I mean, it was, it was a wonderful place, really. Great. great. And I, I, I always feel, and I always feel, that everybody ought to go to
0: Scotland. Oh, definitely! I love it. I love it. I love visiting Scotland.
2: So you're quite familiar with Scotland, there. Yes, I've
0: been quite a few times now, probably four or five, and uh, I, I've been up to Orkney and uh, Aberdeen, and, and then I've been yes. In yes. the well, I, I've certainly I'm the West Coast. I'm a member
2: of the Orkney um, Fellowship. I think uh, the John Ray, Doctor John Ray Fellowship.
0: You know John right. Ray. Right. Yeah. You know, know John Ray. Well, I am a member of the John yep. Ray uh, Fellowship. He's the explorer from uh, Orkney. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and there's a statue to him at uh, at the uh, dockside when you arrive in um yes,
2: I just made it made it don't it be long, don't
0: yeah. yeah, I remember seeing a statue when I landed. Uh, on in Orkney. Yes, I'm
2: very keen on him
0: and yeah and, uh, well it's a very special place really and
2: and uh I well of course I did go to Scotland so
1: mm-hmm. i go go to um
2: uh, John
0: Ray's oh, Ray footsteps up to a point. Oh, that's it, yeah. Well, we're going to, as part of the project, the team are going to go up to Orkney. We're going to go and visit Aberdeen and Orkney. Yes,
2: well, that's a very good idea. So
0: we're doing, hoping to do that at Christmas. Oh, that well, it could be rather good because they wonderful yeah. too. Oh, yeah. So, oh, is that the um, Scarab Ray?
2: I can't remember now, but yeah. it, 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 it's, it certainly is a wonderful tomb in, in Aberdeen. It might, I don't
0: know if it's in Oh, in Aberdeen. All right. Okay. Yeah, I no, think, I in, in, think Orkney. In, Aberdeen, in, no. in Orkney. in Orkney. In Orkney. The, in, um... Yeah, I visited Scar- no. Scarabray in Orkney, which is uh, a mid, um, sort of a, a Neolithic settlement. Yes, it is it very fine. I
2: remember that, cause, mm-hmm. because rather, I was always rather surprised that he... Didn't stay up in Orkney. Right. He uh, he spent his uh, later years in London. Uh-huh. It was in the R- RGS uh, archive, not archives, but it, in the uh, you know in, in those days in um, in the in the accounts of the lectures. hmm At the RGS, yeah. I always used to give an account of the discussion afterwards. You know, somebody would give a lecture and then they
1: yep. would open the discussion and he is
2: often recorded in the discussion
1: uh-huh. in London, It
2: is often she is. <laughs> and I was always surprised, you know, because it's I mean, uh, it's rather sort of sad in a way that,
0: uh, anyway, it's very good that they do make a great thing about him, but uh, it, it, it's sad that he didn't stay up there. Right. And... So uh, way, the way but he, he he got a mention um, in dispatches. <laughs> No, so. he no. He's somebody I'd like to find out more about. I think there's 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 definitely an interest in him. So okay. Uh, yes,
2: well, plenty, I'm sure. Uh, I guess, uh, if you, well, you, you could join the John Ray Society, couldn't you?
0: Okay, there is a society. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yes. I know you you've been a member of the Royal Geographic Society, haven't you? And uh, is it the now, how do you say this? The Hack Hacklute Hacklute Society. Tell me more about that. What's that?
2: was founded uh, about a hundred and
0: fifty years ago. Right, and what's its purpose? Its purpose was to, or well, it still is, mm-hmm. still very active, uh, to publish
1: accounts of voyages and travels. Ah, okay. All right. Uh, okay.
2: Above my head here,
1: as I sit. <laughs> there are a whole lot, I got about uh, over a hundred. Well, now I, I don't know, I can't know how many, I've never yeah. counted
2: them, but I yeah. have a large number of these uh, volumes uh, which uh, abound in um, well, bright green, the,
1: uh, yeah. the last 50 or so. Um, and um, they,
2: they have accounts of, uh, you know, I mean, not just polar people, but of course, any explorers. Okay. Uh, and, and some, of the, some of the earlier ones were indeed of uh, polar Voyages and so on.
0: So oh, great. It's
2: a very special one, and uh, they're all supposed to be edited uh, by people who are, are, are authorities mm-hmm. uh, on a particular voyage or particular explorer um, or traveller, I suppose I should say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they publish only just one volume a year. Right. And it's still going strong.
0: And can you, can you tell me about the expeditions you went on yourself? Because you've been on a couple of expeditions yourself, haven't you?
2: Yes, Wait. I went to, um, uh, well, what did I do first? Well, I, I, I was a guinea pig.
0: <laughs> a guinea pig? <laughs> For, and I got same yeah.
2: Cambridge. Oh, I got this
0: job in, well, I didn't tell you how I got the job in the Polar Institute, but somebody right. on the staff
2: at the Polar Institute rang me up when I was still in Aberdeen, I ah. had been there for uh, three or four years, uh, and they said, did, did I know that there was a job going in the Polar Institute?
0: Oh, right. Because I
2: didn't know there was a job going in the Polar Institute in the library.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So I applied for, for it, and was interviewed by, uh, rather, a was uh, uh, interviewed by the man who later became Sir, Vivian folks. Oh,
0: you know, of, the course, yeah. of course, yeah. Yes, of course. I know him. Yeah. Oh, right. And he was—he was, he yeah, was and the. And pre- also, by um, Sir James Wordy. Yes. One of the, yes. Who had been with Shackleton in the Endurance? That's right. Yeah, I and know. I know about him Shackleton as
2: well. Was the director of the then of the Polar the Institute then? Uh, Doctor Colin Bertram. He was a biologist. Uh
0: huh. And um. He had been, well, he was, uh,
2: he was known for his biology of the dugongs or the manatees. Yeah, manatees, uh, yeah. strange animals that mm-hmm. uh, live in the, uh, in, it, well, they're not necessarily polar, but they're, they're Not just polar, no. polar world.
0: I've seen yeah, one... He, uh, he interviewed me, and, and rather to my surprise, I was given the uh, of the job. Wow.
1: I've uh, seen... I've, I've... the have librarian, and later... The curator of
2: manuscripts, um, pictures, uh, and um, what else? I was curator of various things. It was was a tiny place. Yes, I've visited.
0: I've visited. Yes, I've been there. Well, it's not tiny now, but it was tiny then. Right, and they've expanded a um, little, yeah. So, And there were only, only three... Uh,
1: post-established by the university. I don't think the university thought a lot of it, really. Uh, But
2: uh, anyway, they put up with it. uh, So I was paid by the Defence Research Board of Canada.
0: Uh, Wow. When you were there.
2: It was only because they, 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 they persuaded them to um, you know, provide the money, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so
0: that but it was rather an extraordinary uh situation, really. So, I was never an
2: established member of the University of Cambridge, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that, so um, well, well, sorry, we uh, take me off the, what you were asking me now. Oh,
0: uh, asking about the two expeditions you went on, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I, when I got to Cambridge, um. I I have never been uh, in in Cambridge, uh, working at the Polar Institute.
0: If mm-hmm. you've never
2: been to the polar regions, right? So
0: so, so that's that. that uh, a woman called Dr. Mary Lovell, uh-huh. uh huh, was taking a party up to Spitsbergen, right? As guinea pigs, <laughs> and the reason we were going up with the, the exhibition was going up to Spitsbergen was that because you had. Uh, permanent daylight. Of course, yes. So they were going all to night, do experiments. Yeah. And uh, you weren't supposed to know
2: what the time was, and,
0: and oh.
2: the expedition was uh, deciding how your uh, diurnal rhythm right changed or
0: didn't of change. Of course, yeah. And uh, so we we
2: uh, so I was one of the advanced party of four of us. The this Dr. Mary Lobbin. And, uh, a vet, uh, who, who was, well, not a pearl polar, and a, a young man from the university. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we all went up, uh, I don't remember, interesting, we up there because we, <laughs> uh, we went by across the north, you know, went up to Oslo, and then from there we flew up to further north, and we crossed the, uh, the Arctic regions. Yeah. Picture, it's
1: a very long way it's
2: only 300 yeah. miles from the north pole
1: yeah
2: yeah
0: something like
2: that and uh so we and we found this uh well we didn't find but she knew this hut uh-huh, wooden
0: hut, uh-huh. uh, uh by uh our friend uh bruce okay um uh, how did a, you uh, how w- uh, yeah so was he <laughs> from cambridge or um so we occupied this uh well we were only
2: four of us we we had to get up to the place where the um, hut was, and uh, which of course was a long way away from uh, the, uh, the, the you know the main uh, town of, of Spitsbergen. And so we, we arrived on the with all our, our sledges and everything, uh, and two uh, two other very well known travellers. Uh huh. Uh, and um, the the governor was away. So we uh, contacted the governor's wife, who was a very very splendid person, and she let us borrow the
1: governor's boat. Okay. (laughs) Crikey. And and we got so far,
2: this, you know,
0: through, through the... Ice. Wow.
2: We found that the head of the fjord was full
0: of ice. So it really was quite an adventure, this. Oh, uh, it was. So, anyway,
2: so we had to get off the vessel uh-huh. with our sledges and so forth, and pull these sledges and everything uh, all the way up the, the last few miles of the uh, fjord. Wow. You know, the, the ship
1: couldn't
2: get any further. <laughs> so, so I never expected to be in the manner of Captain Scott. Yeah. Actually, what we were. Oh my and the god. The frightening thing was that it was springtime and, and you could actually see through the ice, see all the, the seaweed and everything. Walking on seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a terrifying
0: thing. Oh my god.
2: But anyway, none of us actually sank.
0: How how and, long uh, was the expedition? Uh,
2: and established ourselves in this, in this hut. And then it, it, several uh, weeks later, the, the main party arrived. Hmm. And, well, say a few weeks later. Uh, they, the main party arrived, and we all uh, slept in this uh, hut.
0: Craig, And how long was the expedition? Well, uh, it, it, it was several weeks,
2: but, uh, uh, you know, because I had to get back to work, I, I only mm-hmm. stayed there, and I could I the advanced party, so I only stayed for several weeks. I can't remember now exactly how long, but right. the I- idea was that you, uh, you produced urine.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and, and your urine was measured and tested yep, yep. And, and everything and so on. And uh, and the several weeks were, we were given these special watches.
0: Right. And um, one set of watches
2: uh, made the day into twenty-one hours. So each day was only twenty-one hours. Ah. And we'd finished that section. Uh, several weeks. Of course, uh-huh uh, we went on to the next session when, when the watch- watches were the twenty-seven hours. How clever! And the idea was to t- see yeah. how our diurnal rhythm changes according to the the time of the watches. Oh,
0: that's it. So what? So you can
2: understand all that.
0: Yeah. Well, and, one of the anyway. So mm. Peter Peter Ship, his name
1: was a young man from Cambridge, uh-huh. and I uh left uh, earlier than uh, the rest of it because you know
2: we learned how to get back to cambridge and we managed to get back and we were carrying these uh, samples uh, you know the urine samples in test tubes and stuff, <laughs> right because we had to tell the, the <laughs> norwegian authorities that they were mineral samples <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was just urine
2: <laughs> uh, oh, funny so, uh, 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 It was a wonderful experience, of course. Uh, 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 I don't need to tell you more, but it it (laughs) was quite a splendid
0: affair. Well, I I think you'll inspire young Genevieve. So, Genevieve's one of our young scouts going to Antarctica, and she's going to do a physiological project. So, I think, uh, yes, so you'll certainly inspire her. I think there was another
2: expedition, uh, maybe other, you know, and it was at a time when people like Brezhnev and all these people were
1: rushing around the world mm. trying to
2: decide all our fates and so, mm. and so forth. We mm. thought that, that the fact that they were doing all this ratcheting around the world <laughs> uh, would alter their diurnal rhythm, so you
1: know, ah, it, was it was quite a
2: scientific project.
1: A yes. a research
2: council, in fact. Uh-huh. Was, uh, and I wrote in the of about Mary longer in the Polar Record,
0: right? Uh,
2: when she died some some
0: years ago now. Okay, so all right, thank you. And and that was when you went north, and you did an expedition south as well, didn't you? Yes. Well, yep. I I, uh, I
2: don't recall I went to. Um,
0: yes, I started, I been to a place called Macquarie Island. Right.
2: Do you know where that is? I've heard
0: of it. There's penguins there, isn't there? Well,
2: it's south it's of Australia. Yes. It's halfway to the Antarctic. Halfway,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, and, I, uh, I... Okay, I've I, definitely come across I, I it. I had a whole
2: year in Australia uh, from the Polar Institute uh, making a list of polar manuscripts.
1: Wow. Which
2: I produced. And unfortunately, they, it was never published. But it should have been published, really. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, many many places in uh, Australia. Right. In the, I was based in. I was made an honorary research fellow at the
0: University of the of the Australian National University. Okay, and whereabouts is that based?
2: In Canberra. In
0: Canberra, yeah. I've been to Canberra. So I gave yeah. Me a, a room yeah.
2: There. And uh, I, I, the, the point of the whole thing was to go to these various museums like the Mitchell Library in Sydney, mm-hmm. and um, the, uh, the polar place in Adelaide. And, right. Uh, I eventually went all the way over to um, the far west, uh, I forgot the name of it, was Perth. Say, in Perth. Uh, Perth. Yeah. Perth, and and then got a, a ship home. Wow. Uh, it was all done by, by sea. You know, went out by PNO and I didn't think a lot
1: of P It was a new PO ship. Uh uh-huh. I didn't think of a lot of PO
2: because it was terribly organized and so on. <laughs> and then at the end of the
1: year, yeah.
2: I decided I would do something yeah, a bit different. So I got a, 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 a birth in a French ship called the Melanesian. Uh
1: Melanesian. Yeah. Uh, I
2: went aboard her and, uh, and then another person that I didn't know uh, also took the same, um, I uh, had the same idea,
0: and he <laughs> became my husband. Oh, wow, that's how you met! So, yes, it's all very romantic. Oh, that's fantastic!
2: he be working, I don't know if you've ever heard of Group Captain Checker.
0: I haven't, no.
2: Well, he, okay. He was, he was a bomber pilot, he dropped a bomb on Horatina,
0: I think. Oh, right. And he.
2: He determined to make up for that. Yeah. And he established these Cheshire Homes. Right. They still exist.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: The Cheshire Foundation.
0: Okay. And uh, some people that were homeless, and uh, he, he it was and his wife um,
1: also did a similar a similar thing, and uh, so, so 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 anyway, but the money ran out. Uh, okay. And, uh, Lawrence had volunteered. He was about age about twenty-four and he volunteered to go work for Goodtouch
2: in Cheshire, in the Himalayas. Right. And uh, he gave up his building, he had a little building firm that he <laughs> had established, but he gave that up. Right. And uh, his parents received
1: most wonderful letter from Goodtouch in Cheshire. <laughs> you know, it's something that you, you'd hardly ever dream of anybody writing,
2: but he, he was so thoughtful about Lawrence that he didn't want to disturb Lawrence's uh, career and uh-huh. uh, taking off at MLA. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he went off, and um, so he had to give up that because there was no money, more money available. I mean, he was volunteers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so he also uh, booked on all the melanesia, yeah, and uh, that's how, how we
0: met. Wow. And so that. In that... the middle of the, the voyage, it was, it was a wonderful
2: trip that was several weeks long and
0: calling it all the french colonies wow and that's how that's how fantastic artwork? how you met and, oh. Um, <laughs> days in oh lovely yeah uh, that's how we met <laughs> and, uh, and he, he said that if i didn't say yes he would throw himself
2: overboard
0: <laughs> <more. laughs> oh I that's had wonderful well yes,
2: so yes,
0: yeah yeah I had no idea <laughs> so, what, what, age, what age would you have been then? We
2: didn't get into, into England, we got into Marseille. Mm-hmm. And we had to find our way back to England, so <laughs> it was all rather extraordinary, really. Wow. And, and uh, anyway, so I uh, still
1: fun. had my job
2: at the Federal Institute. I
0: yep. got married in, uh, at, the, at the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church in Cambridge because his yes. mother was a very staunch Roman Catholic. Okay. And. Uh,
2: Anyway, so it was quite a and a lot of people from and we had our reception at
0: the Poe Institute in, in, oh, in, in, in the Oh fantastic. Wow. So his name his, a... his name was
2: Lawrence Shirley.
0: Lawrence Shirley. Right. Lawrence Shirley. L-A-U.
2: Yeah. Ah, okay. I- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wow. And so uh, so the, the two of you came back to the UK.
2: Yes, yep. he didn't know what you know where to you know I I was very very keen on my job in Cambridge you can imagine and mm. didn't really want to leave it and um, he was very noble in that he he gave up his connections in Surrey yeah worked for lots of the colonels in Surrey and, something mm-hmm. and so on mm-hmm. and, uh, and he came up to Cambridge because he didn't know anybody in Cambridge but somehow rather managed to establish a business right uh, as a, a builder. Yeah. In uh, in Cambridge, and I was lucky enough to continue
0: with my golf. Oh, at wonderful! The, uh, the Institute. Oh, wonderful! So, what brought you to Kent eventually, then?
2: I'm thinking,
0: what brought you down to Kent then? Oh well, um, now
1: what did bring? Uh, why did we go to Kent? Oh, uh, it was because Laurie's father died. Ah, oh, okay. Whereas, uh, Laurie's father. Ha, ha, uh, was a policeman, right? And uh, he sadly died just before nine, the Christmas, nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. And they had moved
2: from uh Hampshire to
0: Bridge. Oh, to that's Lake, the link. Bridge. Yeah. And uh, so
2: uh, I, I had been uh, to see them a couple of times, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then he died, and uh, we had the the difficult decision as to whether to. You know, carry on in Cambridge, or mm-hmm. to
0: leave Cambridge and um, come down to Bridge.
2: Correct. And Laurie could take over the, po- the uh, post
0: office Yeah. from his father. Okay, and the so post office in to Bridge. Too, because
2: by then uh, we had one little son, and uh, we, I was expecting another little little child. Mm-hmm. And um, so it seemed like, so Laurie went off to be the postmaster in Bridge. <laughs> And he was very sociable and by the time
1: I got there several <laughs> months later because I I ah. wanted to
2: be at the same maternity hospital in Cambridge as I'd you know, had uh, earlier for the first time. So i on he um, had a lovely old little old thatched cottage. Right. Just outside Cambridge uh, in a village called Great Wilbraham. And um, I had a very, very good friends there, of course, in in Cambridge, and Uh anyway, so it got sad to leave. But on the other hand, it was a, you know, it seemed a good thing for the children. We thought that
0: Kent would be a better place to bring up children than Cambridge, sure. Right, yeah, okay. It
2: probably is.
0: Okay. And so these two little boys all
2: came, well, because by then the, ba- the baby was born, Nicholas was born mm-hmm. uh, in
1: 1966,
2: I think it was. Right. And uh, so he came down to uh, to live here.
1: Ah, okay. And uh,
2: we lived for a little while in, in this awful post office building, which <laughs> is a terrible place. But then uh, we, we eventually got this... Lovely old house. It's a little rich places, I, right
0: love, I love your house, yes. By accident, I went to an auction of
2: this place. It, the house was owned by uh, the local landowner. Uh-huh. Um,
1: his name, of course, I can't remember. But
2: yeah. anyway, uh, this house was uh, surplus to the local landowner. The Marquis of Cunningham. Right. Cunningham. And, uh, they decided they had let this house for a little bit of space for many years. And the people didn't look after it. So they decided that they would, or Savils and the agent. Savils decided that it should be sold. Uh-huh. And, uh, we had written the Savils because we were interested in the house and asked what the price would be or made an offer and they didn't, they wouldn't take our uh, offer. So we only went to the auction in one of the uh, hotels in Cambridge, uh-huh. in uh, Canterbury, um, you know, out of interest to see who the lucky people were that, <laughs> that were able to buy the house. Right. And instead of all these stocks, and I'd seen it advertised in uh, in three of the London railway stations. Right. sale uh, of the house on a certain time in, in August, and I thought, well... And we both thought, no chance of ours, there'll be all those stockbrokers would be
1: there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They said all the, lo- all these stockbrokers from London, there were only local people. Yeah. We started, uh, and the bidding started very, very slowly. Right. And we nudged each other and we also <laughs> joined in the bidding. and we did one more, uh, one more offer than our offer, uh, in writing that we'd already given to several. Yeah. And there was a silence
0: we got it.
2: Wow. It's a lovely place. (laughs)
1: Because we
2: had had previously, of course, worked out our finances and uh, my mother said she'd lend us a hundred or two. And so we we were actually able to buy it. But one of the regulations is that the market for Cunningham is allowed to dig in this garden.
0: Really? uh, In case (laughs) there are any
2: special minerals in it. Uh Uh-huh. It never never
0: has. (laughs)
2: again, another dramatic episode,
0: really. Wow. So So you you then. Sadly, Laurie died about 10 or more years ago now. Right. But we lived here very happily for a very long time. It's a great house. He he became a great person in the
1: village, and -hmm. when he died, he
2: was a great jazz man. And oh, yeah. when
1: he died, he had he instructed that he would like two black horses and that his, his uh, cottage should be in the house driven by or led by two black horses. Oh,
2: okay. And the whole village was turned out for this and, and he buried in one of the, uh, in, in, in one of the other, not the cemetery in which that was uh, full, but in the cemetery in Patrick's form. Okay. The medieval church.
0: Yeah. Oh wow! So, and you—you you got a job up in the National Maritime Museum. I remember you telling me that.
2: This was long before he died, of course. Yeah. And I—I I was peeling the potatoes. i, I didn't expect really. <laughs> I was two little children. And I, you know, didn't really expect to start working again. Right. But one morning, I happened to be peeling the potatoes. And <laughs> I must have been exhausted. Because I sat down at the kitchen table with a a newspaper Uh uh, in front of me and I peeled the data onto the newspaper. And then, of course, another extraordinary thing. (laughs) I saw this advert on the front of the
1: Telegraph or Times or whatever it was. It's
2: a National Maritime Museum. People are Manuscripts. manuscript. Curator of of, uh, manuscripts. manuscript, okay, so something like that. Or assistant curator of manuscripts,
1: uh-huh. um,
2: and and the time and the date and so on, and the and the, and the, and the amazing thing was that, uh, that the civil of the National Maritime Museum at Greenwich, and the amazing thing was that the date of the newspaper was still
0: uh, uh, up to date, you know. Just the, yes, uh, yes. The date for the uh, p- application to this post uh- uh-huh. not
2: gone. <laughs> They got you know. Right. Uh, so I applied for this and uh, was interviewed by the director and various other persons up in uh,
0: London and so on. Mm-hmm. I remember the, the director was called Basil Greenhill. Right. And he was a rather formidable chap. And I remember
1: him, after, uh, you know, his, he had a very loud voice. Uh huh.
2: to go part-time. And that's so
0: how you I got the, the job. a
2: uh, few months because Nick had not yet started the village school uh-huh. uh, I, I just went up for one night, I was away for just for one night and then later on uh, uh, well, a few weeks later, a few months later, I went up to, I was away for, for two nights uh, with an aunt and various other people kindly uh, put me up and um, so I, and they, they and they they appointed my other half as it were, who wasn't I was a st an established civil servant. Um, right. But the other person who was my other half who later became my son's uh m would have been my my um, my elder son's mother in law.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: another, another extraordinary piece. Sure. And we all there was a wonderful ship. Crikey. The old uh, Brahms vessel. Yeah. That was found in Kent. Yeah. And everybody had to, to leave their work and go to this place in Gravy uh, in,
0: in, in Kent. Mm-hmm. To,
2: get a to, excavate, to excavate this wooden ship. Wow. And uh, it, it became quite well known, of course. And, uh-huh. uh And another thing, so this is where... Uh, John and Emily met about the age of seven. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> her mother, yeah. My mother being my assistant.
0: And they later became husbands. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. married
2: a uh,
0: wow. well, couple when they were a Wow.
2: Crikey. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> another
0: little comment. Yeah, it's all these little things that it all links up.
2: Yeah. So, but but go uh, on. anyway, it's a very it, it, interesting, um, Post at the at the National Maritime Museum,
1: as you can imagine. And, and they had a polar gallery then. Uh-huh. And they, this polar gallery had, had rather
2: gone into decay. And this is, I think, why they were so keen to... Had me, yes, you, know, me. you had that experience. You know, I, I, it was, I was an extraordinary appointment, really. But mm. it was I had had all those shows at the Polo Institute. Right. And uh, so, so many people have been there. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I, I had a very interesting job indeed. And I remember showing Mrs. Thatcher and Dennis around oh. the gallery. Wow. I remember saying, the head of the RGS
0: was there. Yeah. And I remember saying, uh, lead on, Sir Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> yeah,
2: and she was, she was very interested. As you can imagine, it's an entirely private visit that they made. Right. To the museum, not just for the rentiality, but to yes. the other yeah. parts of the museum. Yeah. And it was, it always has been a very interesting
0: place. Mm. I, mean, mm. I suppose you know it. Oh, it? yeah. A, a fascinating place to visit.
2: So, and uh, oh. you know, that, that, and what else
0: did I do there? Well, I went to I'm sure
2: I must have gone off somewhere. Um, did, well, did, did they send you off anywhere? I, don't, I can't remember now. No.
0: Um. So that was I'm it.
2: Sure I did there, yeah. I went to Canada. Um. To, to, to see to, 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 in the um chasing it after. Uh, who was it then? Um. It was, no, uh, I get uh, Oh, I know, I wrote The History of the Discovery. Of
0: course, yeah, I was going to ask you about your books. Now, when did you first start writing your books?
2: It so, must have been about, um, oh dear, no. So there and
1: was... That's
0: was why I went to Canada to, um, to, to the archives of the Hudson's Bay Company, because
2: the yeah. Hudson's Bay Company, uh, had always been it'd be the house in the city of London, of course. Uh, right. You know, and the company decided that, you know, rather than being in London, it would be better in, in Winnetay,
1: Ah.
2: Uh, to follow up the discovery. And and the, the company owned the discovery for... Um, About twenty years.
0: Yes, the Hudson Bay Company, yeah, That's that's right, that's why I had to go to the Hudson Uh, Bay Company. I became very good friends with the archivist
2: of the Hudson Bay Company, right, and person, um, called Shirley, Shirley, Shirley Ann Smith. Right. He was w- a lovely person, and she eventually put, put me up, Because I went there twice, I think. Okay. And uh, I arrived at, uh, anyway, when, the, uh, no. the, the place I arrived at, they put me in a hotel to be in
0: with all the or something. And there
2: was a fire. Oh, my God. I, w- I woke up and I felt all this smoke. Cracking. And there was a fire in in the place, an elderly woman who had all these bits and pieces hanging around. In her room. Right. And they'd all got her, you know, she, she'd let them get on fire. Oh no. Okay. Oh, that's another extraordinary. <laughs> anyway, do, really, no, that's right. And, um. So anyway, so I was very
0: really lucky to be at the, uh, at the, the archives and,
2: and uh, did a, did a great deal of work. And, of mm-hmm. Interesting thing was that the discovery didn't go if she got a book.
0: I have she yes get, go
2: up to um Canada but you know it's the Hudson Bay mm. itself. But uh course during the war she of a part of a, a special uh bay fleet. Ah. They called it. Right. Uh taking food and so forth to um to France and um uh, mm-hmm. doing other interesting things, I can't remember what else, but it was a, no, she had a very active.
0: And I'm sure. And then of course, she didn't work anymore. I understood. Hmm. In, in the Thames for long years. That's ago. right. Eventually went to Aberdeen. So uh, I, I know. Oh,
2: Aberdeen? Uh, was Aberdeen?
0: No, to, to, to Dundee. Dundee to to Dundee, yeah. So I, I know a lot of our uh, listeners would be interested in the um, scouting connection because when it was on the Thames, it was part of sc- scout, sea scouting, wasn't oh, it? Yes,
2: Yes, I, I do,
0: it. I actually interviewed some Sea Scouts. Mhm. As part so, as part of the book.
2: Very cooperative,
0: of course. Mm. So, it, how many years was it there on the Thames? Oh dear. I mean, she must have been. Well, she was there
2: from about 1916, I think. Okay. Because, uh, she, I'm pretty sure she didn't say. Well,
0: wait a minute. Now I'm telling a lie. No. And she did go south mm. to the Antarctic uh with the British uh, with Oh yes, nineteen twenty five.
2: The, the the Wales
0: Yes. And
2: the, the biology of Wales. Yeah the biology of Wales and then you went back uh in the in the 19, 1929 to thirty one I think it was. Mm-hmm. With the Australian uh the British uh, Australian,
0: yeah, Banzer, uh,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, the Banzer, yeah, Banzari,
2: uh, yeah, which, um, a- again was, uh, a research expedition. Um, this is how we
0: came to claim much of the Antarctic, especially for the Australians, <laughs> to Sir Douglas Mawson, yes. And That's
2: right. Well, if she got the book, she did read all about
0: it Yeah, well, I'll it's read it. Very,
2: that. very interesting expedition. So, anyway, she came back to London.
0: Uh-huh. and
2: um, Obviously, she, uh, 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 a sailing ship in the 1930s, of course, was mm. old hat. Mm. And um, so, but she she was in the in the Thames for for several years mm-hmm. go and with the with a home for all the Sea Scouts, and also she was a um a, a a place where people could uh, join the navy. I think they put their names down. Through. Ah, okay. Something yeah. like that. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's all in the
0: book. So you've written the the Voyages of the Discovery. What what other ma- major books? Because you've you've edited a lot of books, haven't you?
2: Well, I, I, yeah. I wrote a book called
0: the, the uh, Search for the Northwest Passage. Ah, the, that's in the Arctic. Yeah, yeah. So and, okay. Uh, that's um. Well, that was extremely interesting. Because of course I've, again, meant a lot of research of various kinds, from you know, mhm uh, up to uh,
2: the present day.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah and uh, what was I, I? think I was, was given some sort of an award for that. For that, I think. Oh, good. Uh, and yeah. and, uh, and these books, I think, were published
0: in America as well as in in Britain. Right. Yeah. I um,
2: again, I put it somewhere.
0: Yeah, uh, I've, 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 seen I've seen that.
2: I was connected with the Hatter Society, so I, mm-hmm. I became a, a member of council of the Hatter Society.
1: Yeah. Because, again,
2: it was extremely interesting because of the people, not only because of the subject of the committee meetings,
1: mm-hmm. but uh, because of the people who were on the, on the committee meetings. Okay. And then another project at that time was um, the uh, Canadians, were very worried that the Americans were doing all the research in the, in the Canadian Arctic. <laughs> right. And so they uh, got together with a, a splendid man uh, who had been the head of the Royal Marines. To right. whom the, uh, the main person in Canada uh, happened to know because they were
2: both members of, the, of a society which uh, encourage young people to, uh, I don't know what they encourage them to do, but that's yeah. they, they were, you know, it's, it's one of these organizations and so on. And um, so this is how this head of the Royal Marines, okay. another splendid person, uh, chaired this committee, and he'd never even heard of uh, Firmisher and, and some of the other people, you know, connected uh-huh. with the Canadian Arctic. He was, a, he was a wonderful chairman and, and he had all sorts of, you know, people like David Quinn and well uh-huh. known people in the you know, history of exploration who all sat on this, this committee, Helen Wallace, for instance. Right. And uh, it, it was a, a lucky to have been on such a, a committee because I, I learned a lot, of course, and I got a lot of minutes of all the meetings and so on. And sure. I did write a, one or two things. Yeah. Uh about so this particular uh anyway I can't remember now, but uh I I have a list of my publications which I can send you. Oh yeah,
0: that'd be good to do. So and uh, are you still working on a book now, Anne, or Yes, I'm trying to
2: write the the have you ever heard of um John Misco,
0: Captain John Misco? I haven't no. Oh well he, Disco. he made the third Circumnavigation of the Antarctic. Oh right, okay. So very early, yeah. very early. Tim
2: Cook had made the first.
0: Yeah. And uh, but he never saw the continent. Mhm.
2: And the second person to make the the circumnavigation was a man, a Russian called Bellingshausen. Yeah. Who was uh, in of the Imperial Russian Navy.
1: Yeah.
2: He went in two ships. And, uh, the Rostock and nearly that uh, they actually did see the Antarctic, uh-huh. they didn't recognize it as the <laughs> Antarctic.
0: <laughs> they didn't even know um, they'd, they'd seen they'd it.
2: Never, I mean, the Russians, know, you know, in more recent times, of course, uh, of course, he, he saw it and thought it was the Antarctic, but in fact, he didn't. It's, uh, long and of uh, You know, he goes that they saw these strange, uh, ice formation to
1: tell them. It
0: obviously was the Antarctic. But they
2: didn't recognize it at
0: first. So the person who really saw the Antarctic and recognized it such was
2: John Disco. And right.
0: Do you know what a is? No. What's a Nunatak? A
2: mountain. A right mountain through the ice. Oh, okay. So he saw all these Nunataks. Yeah. And named the p- part of the Antarctic that he saw ah. after his employers, yeah, the end of the so he called this area of the Antarctic, end of the land.
1: Ah. He,
2: sa- he sailed along the coast for several hundred miles and reported to the Admiralty,
0: right? And that he
2: had discovered a continent. So, what
0: year are we talking now, man?
2: 1830
0: to 33. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, and uh, he was given a a gold medal by the Royal Geographical Society mm-hmm. and another medal by the French Geographical Society. Okay. And then uh, and and so I, I don't just talk about his exploration, but mm. I go on to talk about his uh, his later life. Right. So he, he
2: didn't he well anyway. I won't go, but he he had uh, he had a very sad life. In fact, in the end, because. Oh. Uh, he, he um, uh, sailed out of uh, Hobart, and you know, because I knew Hobart. Yes,
0: I'd of course, been, yeah, been yeah,
2: there, yeah. And uh, so I, I had quite a lot uh, of uh, research to do uh, about his uh, life in uh, Hobart. His wife came out mm-hmm. uh, in a ship that he commanded, and uh, they lived in Hobart for quite a long, long time, but. He's so worn out by this terrible voyage around the Antarctic in 1830 to 33 1833. He became very ill and had to be... There was an, an appeal, and it so happened that John Franklin
1: yeah. he was the
2: lieutenant governor of, of Hobart, of, of like Tasmania or yeah. Demon's Land, as they called it.
1: yeah, And
2: um, he, in the Hobart papers, uh as an appeal it said it, it, appeal for captain john Biscoe, and this was led this was written by sir john franklin who led the appeal with a, a, you know 10 pounds or something like that he gave and mm-hmm. everybody else subscribed and the money was to send be able to uh afford the, the passage uh, of john visco who was very ill of course by then
0: mm-hmm. and
2: his wife and his family Back to England. Okay. So, I um, uh, sadly, he died on the way back to England.
0: Oh. So what stage... Are... There's always been a,
2: a puzzle as to, you know, when, when did Bisco die? Because he mm. was quite famous. And, uh, but then, eventually, one of the people in Hobart had, had found out when Disco died, and they mm-hmm. kindly gave me the date, so I was the first person to be able to say,
0: courtesy of uh, this
2: Captain
0: Howard. Yeah. Uh, actually when this go died at
2: sea of course. So this is why many
0: ah, an of the newspapers or anything. okay. And how how far are are you on with the book? what what percentage well, would you well, say? Yeah, well I've
2: been asking, Well, I've written several articles about this boy. Yeah. And that, yeah. So and so on. So, yeah, you know, it's uh that, that, I mean I probably am uh, the, well not many people have
1: written about him. Mm-hmm.
2: But, um, uh, I'm, I I'm I've written the whole thing but Yeah and uh, I have an Australian chap who's quite interested in it. Yeah. And various other people. And uh, but I haven't yet finished it.
0: Okay. You're <laughs> always polishing, are you? <laughs> yes,
2: well, I'm doing it more than polishing, but uh, <laughs> you know I found out more about him of course and about how we see this terrible came out see this somebody else uh-huh. married, married again and so on and, and how you know, the Quest expedition of Chuckleton.
0: Yeah, of course. Well,
2: if yeah. they were leaving London, uh, somebody waved to them or gave them something.
0: Yeah. And he
2: must have been Bisco's son.
0: Ah, so there's a link He's, to Quest.
2: Or something, you know, probably, you know, an yeah. old Yeah, dog. yeah. Uh, and he, uh, I can't remember exactly the, the but uh, it
0: was rather sort of a, a touching thing. Mm. That, Yeah, this had a connection with the... With the Quest. Oh, great. Right, now I've got a few more questions to ask you. So, uh, this is a good one. What's your earliest memory? What's the earliest thing you can remember?
2: Oh, what a question.
0: There's a challenge for you.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, What would you say was your earliest memory?
2: going to school. Mhm. So I went to the local elementary school, what was called
1: an elementary school in those days,
0: an infant school. Yeah. And I remember three little boys coming to the back door <laughs> and saying saying to my parents, I'm coming to school today? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And how old do you do you think you would have been then? I
2: would have
0: been five. Oh, quite young. Yeah, yeah. Oh lo- and, that's uh, lovely. And my my
2: mother our father. And say, well,
0: no, we're, we're, thank you very much, but we're <laughs> going to take Anne
2: to
0: school, uh, uh, school. Oh, that's and nice. I met a friend there. Yeah. I uh, oh, met a, a, a child there, a little girl there, yeah. uh, who was also on her first day at the school, and we've been friends ever since. Oh, how lovely. Oh, that's lovely.
2: And uh, she's still in Stoke, or...? She's still in
0: Stoke-on-Trent, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's great. Right, another question. You ready? So, um, now this is our special question. So, if you could go back in time and you could ask Ernest Shackleton a question, what would you ask him?
2: Oh, goodness me. <laughs> uh, what would I ask what would you
0: What before? would you ask him if you met him? If you could have met um, him?
2: Well, uh, I think it might well be what... I could probably answer this from from books and so forth. But what would be his most frightening moment?
0: Oh, that's good. Or what,
2: what? When? When did he ever think of despairing? That's good. Or how did he manage to
1: stay cheerful uh, <laughs> after the endurance sank? And of course. How they, and how did he keep the
2: the spirit of the party? going uh, on the way to Elephant Island and, and all those extraordinary ways that they did manage to survive I and mean, he managed to hmm. get them to survive. Well that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was hot.
0: Yeah, so if was there a point where he was so so low and yeah. Uh, okay. Right. Um now, next question, you ready? Um yeah. can you tell us something that might surprise us about you that we wouldn't expect?
2: Oh, goodness.
0: An unbelievable truth. You know, something something that uh, maybe somebody interesting that you've met by accident or something interesting that's happened to you that we wouldn't expect. What you? Did you say you, you, you met Margaret Thatcher? So that was quite something.
2: Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah.
0: She was quite a character. I of her. She
2: was an amazing person. Mm-hmm. But no doubt everybody else, well, not
0: everybody, but many people think the same. Yeah, she was quite, you know, I mean, obviously someone I clearly remember in my lifetime, and quite an amazing character. I
2: mean, she was a woman, and she mm. was all the country round. Mm. And, and mm. I mean, the country was sinking down and down and down, and somehow or other she managed to, mm. uh, to pick us all
0: up. Yeah, so that's so, in, uh, yeah, that's uh, interesting. Okay. Now, uh. If you were going off to Antarctica, what 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 emergency food would you want to have with you?
2: What, emergency, what?
0: emergency rations. What what would be your rations. what what would be your favourite tasty treat to take with you? Um, this is um, a fun question. Yes.
2: Yeah, so, what would I like? Oh, um. Well, um some
0: Toblerone chocolate. Oh, you're really fond of that, are you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. Uh, so Toblerone. So oh. okay. I was uh, a very good still got the bar in somewhere in the house
2: that I haven't met.
0: <laughs> okay. And is there a special item that you like to take with you when you're travelling?
2: A, a what sort of
0: item? Is there a special item that you always like to have with you when you're travelling? Um. Well,
2: I think. Possibly a good Mac.
0: Sorry? A, ma- a good Mac? Yes. Yeah, that's very sensible. That's very sensible, Anne. <laughs> it's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a good... It's...
2: You know, sometimes you go out without a good back.
0: And you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't argue with that. It's very, very wise. Okay. And uh, f- sort of, finally, give me, give me your, your thoughts and feelings about Antarctica. Why do you think it's such a special place? Well, I think it's a very special place for what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. This great continent with miles of ice, miles and miles of ice. Mm. The fact that it was, it was explored so relatively lately in, in, in the world.
1: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm.
2: and the people that have been there.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a great
2: admirer. I'm more of an admirer of Scott than I am of um, our friend Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I do admire Shackleton for his achievements and and so on. And, Mm -hmm. and, and of course, Scott uh, died,
0: which he shouldn't have have done, but Mm. the heroism of his death and that amazing diary. The diary's incredible, yeah.
2: extraordinary diary and the fact that one can read that diary Mm. and imagine oneself in the tent with them. Mm. Mm. and that, that blizzard blowing and blowing and blowing and not mm. being able to leave the tent. You, you know, just using your imagination, you can, you can think so much uh, about it and and about, you know, the oats going out, you know. i you know, famous... Thing, you
0: know, yeah, by maybe, maybe, by maybe sometime. Some time. You can imagine it happening. You can imagine yeah. it all
2: happening mm. in Bowers, so mm. little, little Bowers plodding along without any skis. <laughs> okay. You know, the whole thing is so mm. extraordinary, isn't it? Mm. And I think this is, uh, I think it's partly one's own imagination and, uh, and, well, far more than one's own imagination, but mm. not writing about it. Mm. Quite extraordinary.
0: That's really something, yeah. And uh, we've got that for future generations to read. And That's right. it yes. can be rediscovered exactly. time. Be, be with him mm. or with them all mm. going along.
2: And, and the uh, chap who did
1: drove the dogs. Mm.
2: Of course, the other thing, of course, I knew civilian folks. And the, the, uh, one of the
1: people, they wanted to drive dogs, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. It would be in his book. Uh, I, I think they uh, are. Yeah, I, I
2: got to know him well, uh, up to a point, and some mm. of the other people that have been on the, the, the uh, Fox expedition.
1: Mm. And, uh, the, they had one
2: chap who was a dog driver who actually drove the dogs to the South Pole. Okay.
0: Okay. And uh, uh, of course, yeah.
2: uh, once you know the other well known chap nowadays, I have met him too.
0: Very wild. Uh, what is the, um, Not Frank Wilde, no. Who are you no. thinking of? Um, um, he's, um, oh, um, you're talking... Ranulph Fines, Ranulph Fines you're talking about, Fiennes. yes, of course. To, um,
2: give a lecture in uh, and Not all that long
0: ago. Yes, um, I went uh, along to that. So
2: I, yeah. I went and I went, well, i met let
0: him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. very
2: kindly. Said, would I
0: like a pot of tea with him? Oh, that's lovely. Yes, we went, my wife and I went along to that. So, and uh, I've seen him speak a number of times. Yeah. Yeah, quite interesting very, chap. Um, yeah. A very, very
2: interesting chap, isn't he? Mm,
0: definitely. So.
2: And one of many achievements of all. Yes. God. Uh, and his doctor, the poor
0: doctor. <laughs> so, what, what advice would you give to our young explorers who are going to be going? to Antarctica in their early 20s, then. Oh, no, what advice? Well, my
2: goodness. <laughs> um, well, obviously, keep it... So you could say, n- n-
0: never despair. Uh-huh. That's nice. Yeah. Because I, I think they will have some highs and lows on this trip. So... And uh, well, it's quite a thing, isn't you've it? got to have the you've got to have the lows to experience the highs, haven't you? See? In the in the sailing ship. Mm. It's uh, quite a
2: quite a thing.
0: It will be. Yeah. Well, we're hoping it all comes off. We've got. Yes, well,
2: it's not an easy thing, is it, in these days? I mean, of all the times to choose.
0: I know, but luckily we've got another year to. Hopefully, things will clear a little over the next yeah, year. Perhaps. Yeah, so so. I'm it's glad we're not I'm glad we're not trying to go this winter. Um, no, so we're all planned, all planned for next winter, and I hope it comes off. Uh, yeah, and it could be yeah.
2: very, very interesting going across
0: Great Passage and, yeah. and so on. Yeah, and, uh, that's no, it. Well, quite a thing, quite something to remember. I think no, so. I remember my time with, no, I went south with the Nori, the Australians. The uh-huh. Uh, the head of the uh,
2: uh, Australian Ash- National Antarctic Research Expedition, was called y- Phil Law. Yeah. L A And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I-, I was in Australia for that year.
0: Right. Up to be in Melbourne uh, at the time when they were
1: all setting off for the Antarctic, the Australian expeditions. Yeah. The mainland of Australia, and also to
2: um, Macquarie Island, which is halfway right there. Yeah. So tell. Uh, t- t- he very
0: kindly yeah. said. Would i like to join the uh the exp- yeah the, the mm. uh, expedition to
2: um macquarie island
1: yeah and uh and he said
2: uh there would be three other women uh in the uh party
1: uh-huh
2: on the ship and um but what would i uh you know so he said would i be an assistant to the uh
0: woman who was a seaweed expert. Right. So I went
2: round uh, Macquarie <laughs> Island, yeah. which is not ice-covered, it's
0: green. I'm just having a look at it now on the internet. Yes, there's, yes. It's, 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 it's very green. It's yeah. very green. Yeah. And, uh, of it and hardly, it... although it was an Antarctic expedition, it yeah. an Antarctic place, but they were. Oh my God, it really is in the middle of nowhere. So yes. sort of uh, and, uh, be- uh, halfway. Uh, uh, she and I, uh, went off separately, and uh, with, uh, I had a
2: plastic bag, and she had various plastic bags, collecting all these things, including enormous kelp. You know, I don't know yeah. if sure you know what kelp is.
0: Yeah, kelp, yeah. Yes, and uh, pieces of kelp, and then various things. Pla- I have written,
2: written about this. It's an unpublished work that still hasn't appeared.
0: Right. Uh, but um, Anyway, it was really an exciting time. Of course, it was exciting
2: you know, not in, only for what we were doing, this these seaweeds and so on. Uh-huh. It was the University of Adelaide, and uh, Elise Wollaston her name was.
1: Yeah. And um,
2: I don't know that she, she ever wrote about the the seaweeds and so on, but yeah, they, it was certainly a very interesting thing for me. And the other two, two people were
1: more experienced, and uh, I forgot what they were doing. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. They, they
2: were, um, you know, definitely. In the uh, on the expedition, and uh, yeah, you know, making,
0: I'm just looking, it's, it's not That's a very it. big, it's not a very big island, it, it's
2: not a very big it's, island, no, it's well, tiny. Had, but uh, was actually going to the um, place where the wintering party had wintered,
0: yeah, of course. And one of the things I remember sadly is, is uh, there were huge numbers of seals, you know, the
2: big fat seals. Yeah. And the fur seals, the fur seals had mainly been um, done away with by these wretched sealers.
0: Yeah. A hundred
2: years ago, or well, less than that, I think. And the, the the fat seals, the elephant seals were there, and they would roar at you.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
2: And uh, I remember one, uh, you know, they they went around in, in, in with the Land Rovers, of course, the
0: people uh-huh.
2: were actually there. And uh, there are
0: thousands and thousands of penguins. Crikey. Uh, so
2: it, it really was an experience.
0: So you've got penguins, you've got seals. What other wildlife?
2: There were, there were cats. Cats? Were the cat.
0: What type of cat? There cats. Well, they must have been cats that would take no reminder sealers when they were winter. Oh, like a house cat? Unfortunately, they killed off a lot of these very rare birds. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it looks a fascinating place.
2: Oh, it's a yeah. very, very interesting place. Yeah, I might find oh, out yeah, a bit I more. I about the history of why it's called Macquarie Island was because it was a, an Australian um, expedition or, or sealing expedition they were, I
1: think. hmm
2: went there and uh, they called it Macquarie because Macquarie was their boss.
1: Ah,
0: okay. Uh,
2: in, yeah In Australia. And I managed to... I met the chap who was a descendant of this Macquarie. I, yeah. Uh, in uh, in uh, Sydney, I think, when I was lucky enough to, and he lent me uh, a diary or something, and I did write a little piece about them in the Bola Re- in the Bowler Record. Yeah. So I always write on unsavour.
0: Yes, I was. Gu- oh, I Shirley. I was going to ask you about that. So. And savers, was that was it your maiden name or is it just a pen oh, na- maiden name? Yes. It was, well, and right, so you used your maiden yes, I, I published before I was married. Yes, yeah, so you used your maiden name as your pen name. Yes, uh, yep. yes I'm ah. my pen name, yes. Okay, so that's why you have both. I often wondered about that. Yes, so, well, so your husband was Shirley, but you you kept the savers for the books. That's right, yes. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. I'm just looking at some of the wildlife on Macquarie Island and and, and just the a number of penguins and birds and...
2: Yeah, it's amazing. Fascinating. Yeah, famous, um, I can't think of the, the, what are the well-known birds, but I mean, the, yeah. there are certain thousands and thousands of penguins, there are different
0: sorts of penguins. Beautiful yeah, child, place. Uh, one of the
2: American biologists, I think,
0: right. he was
2: very keen on the uh, penguins. Crikey. And, uh, Phil Moore's wife, uh, was called Nell, her N-E-L.
0: Yeah. Why, they
2: lived in, uh, Melbourne.
0: Yeah. And,
2: um, she was a wonderful artist. Okay. She managed, you know, despite the, what you might call the government, um, she managed to get off to the Antarctic with him on a very late voyage, you know, late in, yeah. in their lives. Yeah. So, she views those wonderful
0: pictures. There's just some amazing photographs that I'm looking at. And the kelp uh, you're saying the the seaweed. It's yes. just very strange. It's almost like uh alien looking.
2: Yes, it was, it was. It was, <laughs> I was to pull one up yeah, it's
0: huge. Wow. yeah,' it will just more. And uh, uh, no longer with us. <laughs> I, assume, I assume no one actually lives on Macquarie, or?
2: Well, I think there's still a, there's probably still an Australian
0: uh, expedition. Right, there's a base there, yeah. there. Yeah, I, okay. I, I don't know if there is still there. Okay, but, um, yeah. Right, well, Some huts or something. I
2: think
0: there probably is. Crikey. Because
2: you're meeting these chaps, all of whom have been uh, on their own for a whole year. Yeah. It's
0: and experience, you know. <laughs> saying, uh, wow, yeah. that's quite something, Anne. So, yeah, so you didn't get all the way to Antarctica, but you certainly went somewhere that not many people go. Yes, I
2: think that's very true. Yes, yeah. I mean, and and with the Australians, you know, because I, I uh, well, I came to admire the law and, and mm-hmm. the way the whole thing
1: was organized and this. Mm.
2: You had to get out of the vessel. It was a, it was a well-known,
0: uh the, the Magadan, I think it, she was called. Yeah. The, she
2: she went all the way there, and then of course one of those ships had actually sunk there
1: some some years before. Okay. Then, of
2: course, in the Magadan didn't think, but of course getting off the, away from the ship was quite a business because you know you had to go down with the ship swaying away in the, in in the ocean. You can imagine. You know? Yeah. Uh, and the rope, the right, you know, had rope ladder you had to go down on to get to the boat. Uh, okay. So you had to get into this boat where there was already some sort of great, uh, uh, some sort of rope big container, I seem to remember. Yeah. to leap from the, the
1: swaying <laughs> steps of the rope ladder. Right. Uh, into into the boat which
2: was rather frightening, but fortunately there was good people in the boat who was ready to receive you. Yeah. And give you a friendly hand. Oh <laughs> uh, right. then coming what an back adventure! The and in in the it it, it never went, it went really dark. But I remember coming back with these seals. Yeah. Uh, the heads of the seals all yeah. uh with f- phosphorescent.
0: Oh, beautiful.
2: It's a wonderful sight of these seals. Oh. In in the, in the, in the dust, I suppose it was. Yeah. Away from the island. Oh,
0: wow. It was a wonderful time. That's that's really and and
2: you, you must be getting a bit card by
0: now. No, that's fine. I, cu- I could listen to you for hours really. I'm no, so I'm so passionate know, about I meant to say that. Well, I I you know, it's something that's always fascinated me, Antarctica. So anybody that's uh, sort of had that experience, I'm always ear, all ears. So oh, right, I did go but, to the North
2: Pole.
0: Yes. So you've you've actually well, all the way to the pole? Yes. Well that's that's your unexpected item, Anne. I never knew that.
2: Not sledging. I wasn't pulling a sledge.
0: But how so did I you get I was there? An wow, so you've been to you've actually been to the North Pole. Yes,
2: that's right, yes. So
0: when I said to you, tell me something that might surprise me <laughs> I could have said that. You yeah, you you you, you there, just there, have. <laughs> ML, wow. Like yeah.
2: A L Yamal. Yeah. And uh, she uh, was taking tourists up there yeah. to for the but I was one of the uh, uh well I say the elite, but uh, one of the lecturers.
0: Okay. Uh and,
2: The um, Yamal
0: Icebreaker had to, well, We the other with all the all the tourists, including the French and Wow um,
2: the are People and uh, it was very interesting, of course, from that point of view. Uh uh-huh. And um, and then I remember we all, when well, we did arrive at the North Pole, we all descended from the vessel, right, and uh, stood in a large circle,
0: found a pole. Crikey! <laughs> and uh, and they, they had a
2: they made sure that there was somebody on on the ice that uh, had a gun yeah. in case... And polar
0: bears, bears yeah, of course, yeah. So it was quite exciting. Wow. So when did you go to the North Pole? It was about,
2: about 15 years ago, I think, I Yeah, very really long ago. That's
0: exciting. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm just looking at the Yamal Icebreaker, is that
2: it? Yes.
0: It's a red ship. Yes, she was. Yeah.
2: Yes, um, and and I we were allowed up in the uh,
0: what's the word, where they do all the navigation from? The, yeah, uh, from the from the uh, deck or uh, the, uh, yes, the, uh, yeah. And, the yeah the bridge the bridge the bridge yeah that's right, we were yeah.
2: allowed on the bridge.
0: Oh and wow! To actually see how the, the ship was,
2: was being navigated. Crikey! Uh, by the jumping uh, 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 a very small four si- seat, very small seat. Uh huh. He was the uh, person who was doing the
0: navigating. <laughs> That's quite uh, something. Uh, that really is. So you're...
2: I, I was given the cabin. The cabin had a Russian uh, officer's name on it, of course. So this poor officer must have been deprived of his cabin <laughs> by Ann Savers.
0: Uh, I
2: am Ann Shirley by Benicott.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got a picture here of people wearing red... Um, I found it on the internet. They're all standing round a North Pole, and uh, next to the Yamal, with, and they're all wearing their red uh, sort of uh, gear. Yes, we do.
2: Yes, yeah. Right.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it could have even been you. Well, this one was 2015, but yeah. So, oh, right. I can't remember the exact date, but it's not yeah.
2: all that long.
0: I mean, not long. No, in the scheme of things. The time lived here. Crikey oh well that that's your special thing that I, has surprised me I you didn't tell me you'd been to one of the polls <laughs> well, there we are lovely, yeah. well that's a lovely way to finish well thank you so much Anne well
2: love a bit I uh, enjoyed it, nice R- to think of these things and I wish I yeah. you know, could think of it more accurately but I hope I've done too
0: much no you've done really well so uh, you realise we've been talking for an hour and a half
2: no, really yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so for you. yeah so thank you have a good or yeah
0: I'll, I'll probably probably have a glass of wine i think so i hope you enjoyed that fascinating account of uh Anne's, uh life um as a polar historian and uh I just want to take a moment uh, to wish you and uh, all our listeners um, the um, very, very best for 2021. Let's hope it's going to be a better year for all. And uh, and hopefully next Christmas we'll be heading off to Antarctica and you can join us uh, via the podcast. All the best for now. So thanks for listening to find out more about the request 2021 project and how you can support and follow our progress. Just visit our website on www.request2021.org.uk. That's www.request2021.org.uk. And uh, please give this podcast a review, share it. And, uh, and spread the word to anyone you know who's interested in Antarctica. Thank you.